Good evening. I'm October Weeks, paranormal horror dark fantasy author. I also write paranormal romance under the name Libby Bishop. Welcome to Haunted October's Paranormal Podcast. Grab your favorite drink, cozy up around the campfire, and enjoy the show. Tonight we're going to be talking about the Zodiac, tarot reading, and psychics. We're going to start with the Zodiac. I am a Pisces, <laughs> and I am a very true Pisces. So the intuition, you know, that sixth sense, um, the creativity, and yes, like all things, we have our darker sides, but we're going to focus on the positive today. <laughs> um, so what I love about being a Pisces, I love the creativity and I love, it's a constant flow of ideas and imagination and I do wish sometimes that I could draw. My brother and my nephew are amazing artists, but my specialty is writing, and I've been writing since I was, well, really, since I could write. I've been writing stories. Um, but it is like, this is how bad it is. <laughs> so when I'm out and doing stuff with friends, or even if I'm just enjoying a walk by myself, I will suddenly stop and be like, oh my God, that is how I fix that story. Or, oh my God, that's such a great idea. And because you get, you know, inspiration from everywhere, from all the people you meet, from, you know, we're observers, writers <laughs> in general are observers. And, you know, everything just gives you ideas for stories. And sometimes though, <laughs> It is can can be a bit of a um, pain, you know. I've texted myself, I've emailed myself, I come home from work with like a bunch of different papers with scribbled with notes about, you know, how to um, proceed with one book, and I'll write out the scene for another, you know, throughout the day when I get the when the ideas come to me, and there is just a constant flow of ideas. The only time that it's hard for me to write is when, um, you know, I'm going through something very emotional. So like in 2018, my dad passed away and for about six weeks prior and about two months after um, his death, I couldn't write. And then when I did start to write, it came hard and it came fast. But I... It was about three straight months of writing. I finished one book and had it submitted in six weeks. I had another book halfway finished. I had two short stories written. Um, you know, it was just constant because the dam finally broke, so to speak. And that is another thing about Pisces. We are very emotional um, and we are very sensitive. Some of us are overly sensitive, but um, we are a very sensitive sign and we're also very empathic so we feel everybody else's emotions and their energy and it can be extremely overwhelming and that is normally when we swim into our little underwater cave and we stay there for a while and sometimes it's very hard to come out of that cave but and some of us get stuck in there for a long time but because it can be very overwhelming to constantly be inundated with other people's emotions and their energies and 
all of that. So, and again, like I said in the beginning, we are very intuitive in that sixth sense, which I've talked about a little bit in um, the first podcast, Personal Ghost. But it is a very... I'm trying to figure out how to describe Other Pisces know what I'm talking about. It's just you know. You can feel how somebody is the moment you meet them or the moment you walk into their space. And which is, which does help in a lot of regards. It's kept me from a lot of situations um, that didn't feel right. And it kind of also acts like a lie detector. <laughs> You know, you can sense when someone's lying to you. You can sense when you're being manipulated. And we're, as a Pisces, we draw back. We will just, you know, remove, we will slowly remove ourselves from the situation while we're trying to figure out what to do about it. Because sometimes we don't want to, we don't like confrontation sometimes, you know, like a lot of people. But, you know, you're trying to figure out especially if it's someone you love or someone you care for and you're trying to figure out how to go about the situation so you pull back because you don't want to give 100% of your energy to someone you know is either using you or lying to you or manipulating you you just you don't so and Pisces are very good at withdrawing when they have those feelings we also have a very long memory it's ridiculous and it's very detailed but on the flip side of that we also love very deeply when we when a Pisces falls in love with somebody they give them their everything you know there's no bit of them that they hold back but when we feel like we can't express ourselves when we can't express our love the way that we need to um, we also start withdrawing from that because it's not going to work. Because we are so emotional and because we are so, um, <laughs> again, sometimes it's hard to find the right word. But, you know, this is the way we are. We're emotional. We're loyal. We're, we don't like to hold back. When we fall in love, we like, we need we need to be able to show that love and to express it. And if we're asked to, you know, please hold back, you know, don't do this or don't do that, and you start putting limitations on being able to even share the fact that you're in love, that creates a big issue and we start withdrawing and then suddenly we're gone because it's never going to work if a Pisces cannot express their love the way they need to. And if we feel like we're not getting that love back, then we'll also withdraw from that as most people would. Um, but the moment we feel it, the moment we sense that our partner isn't as loyal to us as we are to them, well, we withdraw. And it is hard to get us back. You can get us back. It is possible. But it's a very difficult thing to do. But, you know, with all of that, 
emotion and that intuition and um, the downsides of being a Pisces, I still really love being a Pisces. Especially the, um, the creativity, the intuition, that sixth sense, the dreaminess, you know, all of that. I love it. And yes, I absolutely, if I could live by the ocean, I would. Because the second I'm within range of that smell of the sea salt, I am, my soul is at peace. You know, and Pisces are very much a water sign. And if we could stay in the water, we probably would swim off like little mermaids. <laughs> I'm not joking. And I would absolutely love, or a big body of water, just even a large lake. I'd take that. Also, it's Pisces season. <laughs> we finally got to Pisces season and we're in retrograde because everyone loves a retrograde in Pisces season. <laughs> Said no one ever. Um, it's a very, this is a very emotional, like, you'll get through it. Like, you'll get through the Piscean retrograde, but you're probably going to be a sobbing mess through it. But all good things happen on the other side. It's just, you're probably going to be crying through it, <laughs> which is good. Crying sometimes is a very good outlet, and I think everyone every once in a while needs a good cry. But speaking of intuition, that leads me into tarot card reading. So my first deck that I had, I got it when I was 16 from a friend, and I had it for a very long time. And I lost it some, I really don't know how I lost this deck. So I broke up in my early 30s with my boyfriend I was with for 12 years, and in between breaking up with him, and buying my own house, there was a 10 month span. I packed my tarot deck in a box where I knew it would be safe and I could easily find it. <laughs> 10 months later when I moved into my house, that deck was gone. I never opened the box. The tape holding the box closed was not, you know, it was no one had gone in the box, but yet, I had no tarot deck <laughs> and I was really sad like I mourned that deck I loved that deck um, and to this day I have no idea what happened to it and I did search for a while for a new deck but nothing felt right so I'm just like well if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't and that's where I left it for a long time last year um, a friend of mine, he had also once had a deck and he was searching for a new one and he <laughs> was in a bookstore looking at um, decks and it, he was there for a long time looking at the, you know, different decks and he did pick one up and, but every time he tried to get in this box, you know, just to take off the wrapping even, the universe was like, this is, these aren't your cards. No, you can't have them. Sorry, bub, not yours. And he realized that they were for me. <laughs> so he brings them over. And the second they're in my hand, second that box is in my hand, I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is mine. These are my cards. I can feel it. Like the feeling was instantaneous. <laughs> and I hadn't even, I haven't even unwrapped the box yet and let alone touch the cards. And as soon as I touched the cards, it was that same feeling. 
That, oh my God, yep, these are mine. It was like, you know how they say love at first sight? It was like those cards says, oh, you're mine. And I'm like, oh, you're mine. <laughs> it was instantaneous. That friend did eventually find his own deck, but the universe wanted him to bring me mine first. They're like, okay, if you bring her this deck, we'll give you yours. And they did. <laughs> Not that he wasn't pissed off about it. <laughs> um, that friend also um, entered, he, he pointed me to Amber Khan on The Quietest Revolution on YouTube. I absolutely love her tarot readings. And you know, I've gone to tarot readers and I've watched a lot of other ones on YouTube, but no one connected like I did with her. And um, it is like, every time she does a Pisces reading, I'm like, shit, you might as well just be like, right in my living room giving me this reading because she is spot on every fucking time. I've been watching her for like a year and a half now, and she's always right with my reading. She's like, it's like, yes, oh my God, how, <laughs> it's crazy. It is, it is crazy how much um, we connect. I do, um, so if you guys haven't checked her out, you should. Um, you know, you might not connect with her the same way I did, but you never know. So I do do my own readings like once or twice a week. And, but lately I've been, like the last couple of weeks, I've been, um, doing a one card reading every morning before I really get my day started and off to work and everything. I'll shuffle the cards a little bit and I'll um, draw a card and kind of get a feel for the day if I hadn't already. <laughs> um, but I do absolutely love my deck and I hope I have them for a long time because we really made a connection. Um, and because this is also a book podcast. I do have a couple of recommendations for you in terms of fiction. Um, the Scent of Shadows, which is the Signs of the Zodiac, book one, from Vicki uh, Patterson. You should really go check that one out. It's a complete series now, but it is well worth the read. And it's obviously based, um, kind of Zodiac based. It's a dark fantasy and I think you guys would really like it. I also liked Dark Oracle and Rogue Oracle by Elena Williams. I do suggest um, going to check those out as well. And that leads me into psychics. <laughs> um, who are I get asked like for TV and stuff like that. Who are my favorite psychics? Well so I love Chip Coffee. He's on a lot of the paranormal reality shows, but currently he's on Kindred Spirits, and I absolutely love Kindred Spirits. And we'll talk about my favorite ghost stuff um, in another podcast, but I love the addition of Chip on that show. I think he's excellent, and I love the way... I love watching him use his gift. I just... I adore Chip. Um, I also like Amy Allen. She is also on the Travel Channel. And if you haven't seen her show, I highly suggest that one too. In terms of movies and TV shows, I loved Ghost Whisperer. It's still to this day um, one of my favorites. I liked Medium, 
I thought that was a great show as well. There is a movie called The Gift, you guys. It's with Kate Blanchett and Katie Holmes. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Uh, Kate's character is psychic and she does use uh, tarot cards. And it involves, you know, a murder mystery. And you guys, you just have to go see it. Because it's a really great movie and I think you guys would will absolutely love it too. And there's that... It's a mix between being intuitive and having a little bit of that psychic um, connection with things. I think a lot of people have that ability. I just don't think they're tapped into it. But every once in a while they will. They'll be, you know, especially if a loved one gets hurt, they'll be like, or they're in, or a loved one is in distress. Even if they're across the world, you can feel it. And I think almost everyone has had that feeling, you know, something's wrong, something's wrong. And even if they can't pinpoint who is in distress, they can still feel that something is very wrong with somebody they're close to. And, and it's not a feeling you can ignore. It just, it's there, it's in the pit of your stomach, you just know. In my case, I am very, I feel that, I feel it when, um, you know, I've had, I had a, a very, someone very close to me, a cousin that I loved very much. When she died, I was having a nightmare about her dying. And as it turned out, that nightmare was pretty close to, what happened to her in that nightmare was pretty much how she died. You know, and on another case, um, when my father passed away, I woke up at five in the morning and I could not get back to sleep and the world did not feel right. The universe was tilted and totally off kilter and, but I got up, I got dressed for work and I'm sitting and that feeling would not go away and I knew it was him, but I don't, I didn't want to admit it to myself. So, but as soon as my brother, brother's, uh, my brother's name came up on my caller ID, I knew I knew exactly what he was going to say to me, and I did not want to answer the phone because I knew. So, you know, there's that type of intuition as well. You know, that is, I think that's more intuitive than it is actual psychic awareness because this is something close to you, you know, something's wrong, this is someone you're connected with. You know, and that's happened with me with friends when they're in accidents or when they're really hurting, you know, when they're in emotional distress. Even if they are, you know, 100 miles away from me or, you know, 10 minutes down the road, I feel it and I have to, you know, I reach out. I'm like, I will, if I can't pinpoint who that feeling is coming from, I will text like all of my friends and be like, which one of you isn't okay? I feel it, I can sense it, I don't know which one of you it is, but something's wrong with one of you, please reach out to me. You know, so I know that you're gonna be okay, or what do you need to help be okay, you know, anything like that. Do you just need a shoulder to cry on? That type of thing. And when you're that close to someone, that does eventually, I think that does eventually happen. You just know when something's not right. And then there are ones who are, you know, psychics that 
you know, are more connected to the dead. There are psychics that, um, you know, can see, you know, get flashes of the future and, or the past, you know, they touch something and they get a flash of the past, that kind of thing. Um, you know, there are so many variations of gifts and yes, you do, uh, have to be extremely careful because some people are not gifted, but they're very good at manipulating people into believing they are. But there are people out there with genuine gifts, and I think this world would be a better place if, you know, and I, sometimes I don't understand because, you know, we only use 10% of our brain. And imagine, what would happen if we had the full potential but you know some of us can tap into other parts of our brain that other people don't have the capability of doing and I don't understand why that's so hard for some people to understand it does kind of make me a little irritated because we do you know it's you know they come out there with that whole we only use 10% of our brain but they also say that some people can use you know can tap into the, those, those parts that we don't <laughs> yet all these things that they don't want to believe are true you know they don't want to believe in people with psychic gifts or heightened intuition or empathy or anything like that they don't want to believe in it yet they admit that it is a possibility in the same breath <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah, that, that irritates me a little bit, but we do need skeptics, obviously. Um, and we should all be a little bit skeptical of certain things, um, important things as well. You know, you always want to keep that in mind. But we do need skeptics, harder skeptics like that in the world. But, and Pisces always... Pisces always needs someone to have a grounding influence on them because we can get very dreamy and we can live in our little illusions for longer than we should. And I am lucky in that I have I have a lot of good people around me who do do that. Who do when I get a little floaty and I'm in that or I'm in that cave too long they'll come over and they'll be like, okay, it's time. Let's get your feet back on the ground and get some traction again. And I'm eternally grateful to all of them and I love them so much for it. Um, and I do know <laughs> that some of my Piscean traits really irritate the shit out of them. But that's okay because some of their Zodiac traits um, annoy the crap out of me as well. <laughs> Um, but, you know, speaking since we're back on the Zodiac, really quick before I end the podcast, um, I just want to say that I do have a short story called Dark Z Stark Scorpio. It's part of the Dark Zodiac series. Um, I'm working on, currently working on the first full-length book, so Dark Scorpio is kind of like an introduction into the um, series. And if you want to check that out, you can go to octoberweeks.net and just click the Dark Zodiac link um, at the right-hand top of the page. Um, I really loved writing in this world because it's I created it so that a 
the, there's people in, it's our world, <laughs> if I can get this out correctly, <laughs> it's our world, but people in it are gifted with the zodiac. So if you're, you know, a Pisces or if you're a Scorpio or, you know, no matter what your sign is, you're gifted with traits um, based on your zodiac sign. And you can, some of them can track their signs. They can see traces of constellations, um, you know, of the zodiac constellations and everything in order to track a fellow, you know. So if you're a Scorpio, you can track a Scorpio or um, stuff like that. And I had a great time writing it and I'm not doing it justice. <laughs> I know, but I do hope you check it out because I really did love writing it. And if you love anything Zodiac, I think you really will enjoy the story. So those are the, some of my thoughts and opinions and recommendations for all things Zodiac and um, tarot and psychics. And I really, um, if you guys have any questions or you want my opinion on anything um, or you just want to make a comment, please do. And any questions or anything, I'll um, answer those in the next podcast and until the next podcast thank you so so much for joining me and i hope you have a great evening